god. Oh, you're <laughs> listening to Talk Crooked, the social justice and comedy podcast where two friends laugh, cry, and rage about an unspeakable subject. <laughs> While enjoying adult beverages, my name is Kay. I'm Carrie, and I'm on the struggle bus. You are. It's not me this time. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I am on the struggle bus. I've already had hot chocolate coffee with Bailey's, a whole mug of that, and now I'm on to my wine. It um, sounds amazing. Yeah. I'm having coffee with milk in it and a glass of water. Because it's not past my child's it's not past <laughs> my child's bedtime. And I have to feed her with my body, so we can't seem to get her to go to bed at a decent time so we can record. So Nope. This nope. is just she gonna really have to be the way to it stare is. Stare at my microphone my my microphone light. Oh. She's enjoying that immensely. <laughs> so yeah, so my husband is currently at our new house working on some plumbing issues. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so Remy and I are here, and she's awake <laughs> because oh, I can't c- count on her to stay asleep ever. So I was just like, "Fuck it, she's just gonna have to be awake." Yep, we're just gonna have to deal with it. Maybe be mm-hmm. so. We might have a third co-host because she has been talking nonstop since we got non- since I picked her up stop. from my mother-in-law's house. <laughs> so yeah, yep. If I if I ever like pause, it's probably because I hear her. Yep. So forgive us both. <laughs> yep. Um, I will try my best to to cut my microphone <laughs> when she tries to talk over me because she's she, not quiet, and no. I'm sorry. <laughs> when, when she tries to talk, I try to keep talking, but I get so distracted, and I also feel like I'm having to yell over her, but I also don't want to like I yell know. into the microphone. I know. <laughs> It's hard. It's hard. But we're going to make it work. Yeah. Yeah. No judgment. No judgment here. Um, Yeah. I'm not... (laughs) I'm not taking a shot today because I already have two different kinds of alcohol. Um, (laughs) Fair enough. If you want to, though, everyone at home, you have at it. Yes. I might take a shot tomorrow because I did buy a lime. So I'd like to use that. Yeah. I miss I tequila. <laughs> oh, you'll have it soon enough. I know. Did, um, I uh, added some stuff to our Pinterest board. We we keep a Pinterest board of drinks that we want to try. Yes. I, oh, my God. <laughs> I found a whole thing of different types of shots that we can try. One is called Pink Balls. Kind of like pink blue balls. balls. Yeah, w- kind of like you know blue balls. They they're all oh. like very sexual. My God, that's disgusting. Pink balls was, sounds like just testicles. <laughs> it was ball so sack. funny. It was so funny though. Um, that's hilarious. Um, you'll have to. Check Can you it put out. two shots in your mouth at once? No, like a blowjob no, no, no. shot. No, um, it's kind it's kind of like a blowjob shot, but it's not. Um, but it's it, nothing like it. <laughs> but it's not the same at all. <laughs> oh, okay, it's exactly the same except different. <laughs> um, there's one called. So my dad likes to say. Oh, these are okay. So this is part of the XXX drinks. There's one called uh, Bubbly Red Sex. Tie me to the bedpost. Uh, I guess. It's oh my god. Uh, they're really funny. 
There's one oh, called it's Irish my other, Trash Can. My, my other page of of penis shots. What? <laughs> no, uh, Pink Balls. It's got Kahlua, Tequila Roast, Strawberry Cream, and Whipped Cream. Oh my god. And you layer it kind of like... Um, kind of like a rattlesnake? Yeah. Cool. And that's that sounds in, delicious, actually. <laughs> yeah, it looks really cool, too. It's in with, like, pink panty dropper, um, strawberry mudslide, <laughs> strawberry <laughs> shortcake. I, I don't know why all these were it's coming up. a lot of up. strawberries. Yeah. Well, that was, like, a pink segment. Um, so, she also, Kay also sent me a whole page of different um, iced teas, like, as in yeah. Long Island iced teas. Uh-huh. And I was... I didn't even notice that it said iced tea at the top. I I immediately went to Maleficent and blah, 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 blah and re- like all the way down. And I was like, oh, it's like a Long Island iced tea. I bet it doesn't taste like alcohol because LITs don't taste like alcohol, but they have every alcohol you can imagine and like a splash yeah. of Coke. <laughs> <laughs> They're delicious. And then I was like, I read the title and I was like, oh, that's why. <laughs> They're just variations on Long Island iced teas. Oh my god, on on this one that I put on there, um, there's one called Sex in the Driveway, and then there's one what? called Sex in the Shower, and there's one called what? Oral Sex on the Beach. What? <laughs> oral Sex on the Beach? That I mean, got, I guess that would be safer. Yeah, that one's got um, <laughs> vodka, Let's peach schnapps, blue caraco, uh, pineapple juice, and orange boat. That sounds amazing. Yeah. That sounds like so, a beach drink if I ever heard of one. Exactly. It's a K drink, too, because it's blue, and y'all know I love blue drinks. Um, well, it sounds like one of your mermaid drinks, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but Kay that loves made a, me... Kay loves some blue Caraco. Oh, I do. I love it so much. I haven't had it in a really long time. I haven't really been drinking, because we haven't been recording. So yeah. I don't... <laughs> if we're not recording, I'm really not drinking. Um. This was I haven't been drinking bottle. either, but for other reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was the first bottle of wine I bought in months, and I just bought the big bottle so I could use my new electric wine opener. Oh, my um, God. I have a fancy new wine opener, too. Yeah, it's nice. amazing. Um, you don't have to twist it. You just, like, push it, and the corkscrew goes in, and then you, like, yeah. squeeze the handle, and it pops out. It's amazing. Yeah, mine, <laughs> it's, too. It's it's total sorcery. I don't yeah. understand how it works. <laughs> I didn't um. trust it <laughs> when I was reading the instructions. I was like, there's no way this could work. <laughs> but it does. Somehow it does. It is witchcraft at its finest. And I know that we're talking a lot about alcohol right now. But I would just like to say, just to reiterate, we've talked about this a lot on this podcast, but do not drink and drive. It doesn't matter what it is that you're trying to drive. Don't. Oh, my God. Um, Where did that come from? Well, because a guy murdered a girl the other day because oh, he was... Oh, Jesus Christ. He was driving an ATV while he was drunk. It flipped, What? Yeah, it flipped into a lake. He got out and he left her at the bottom <gasps> of the fucking lake under the ATV. No! Uh, yeah, in Bowling Green. This happened in Bowling Green. What? They, yeah. They What a piece of shit. I hope yeah. he fucking rots in hell. Yeah. Oh my god. She was pronounced dead as soon as she got to the hospital. And well, of she course was like, she drowned. Yeah. She was younger than me. She, I think she was like 21, <gasps> 22. Oh um, no. 
Yeah, they didn't mention her name in the police um, report to the media. I, out of respect for her and her family, who might not all know, I'm not going to mention it either. But McKinley no. Brown, you can go to hell. Wow. Um, he... Yeah, so just, it doesn't matter what it is that you're driving. If it's motorized, don't drive Even it Even if it's drunk. a bike. No. Yeah. You don't drive things. Yeah. And. <laughs> oh not, my God. Not victim blaming, but also don't get in any type of vehicle with someone that is drunk. Um, nope. She could not have known. And she was young. And we all think that we're invincible at that age. And we're just not. No. Nope. Um, None of us are so, invincible. No. So, just FYI. Wow, don't. way to bring the party down. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, um, I, so... I just thought about that while we were talking about all that, and I, I wanted to bring it up, because that happens, because people are not careful. Um, Ugh. So, and... So, be careful, and respond, yeah. please drink responsibly, and enjoy <laughs> our, yeah. uh, a myriad of delicious cocktails, mm-hmm. because winter ain't over. No, it is and, not. Uh, it is just beginning, and uh, things is, are looking really bad right now. So, drink as yeah. much as you like. Don't drive. So, everybody drink up. <laughs> um, oh, that was cute. Yeah, I heard Sorry. it. That, that was Did precious. you hear it? Yeah. Yeah. I hope um, the microphone picked it up, because that was an adorable little yawn she just did. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> that was oh the quietest she's been <laughs> all night. It is, truly. <laughs> Um, all right, yeah. well, th- tonight, today we are talking about, oh, this is fun, I'm so excited. Yay, we're talking about fingerprints. Fingerprinting. Finger Fingerprints? Yeah, fingerprints what at a crime scene. It? Oh, okay. Fingerprints, solving crimes, whatever, that's kind of the Fingerprinting. direction I went. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the art of fingerprinting and its uses. Yeah. In things. <laughs> I found and a stuff. story. I found a story about this from 1905, guys. I'm so excited. Ooh! Yeah. What was a murder investigation like in the <laughs> 30s? <laughs> no. Mop it up. Mop it up. <laughs> no, I know. my hunch. We'll draw chalk around where the body is. That way, that way we'll, we'll know, know where, it, where was. it was. I think that was the first <laughs> joke that you and I had. <laughs> I think that was the first joke that you and I bonded over. Oh, I love um, that one ever. so much. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> oh, also, Lord above. The place that we used to work at, which was hell, is finally closing its doors for good. Um, yep. That's good news. It's something to drink to. Woot woot! It was time. I won't like totally shit on it. It was fun while it lasted, but it got real bad there at the end. Yeah. Yep. It got real bad there at the end. Uh, word to the wise: If you're a business owner, you have to advertise your business, or it will fail. You cannot rely on your employees to upsell expensive products to keep your bills afloat. Yep, sir. <laughs> You cannot expect me to sell a $100 bottle of CBD to the person screaming at me because their movie is a dollar. You can't expect me to do anything with that. No. Sorry. No. 
Well, I don't want to pay it. Well, I'm sorry. Then I guess you don't get a movie today, ma'am. <laughs> I'm That's sorry. That's kind of how the world works. I don't want to pay my electric bill, but if I want an, <laughs> if I want to use electricity, I have to pay for it. Yep. Newsflash. Newsflash. That that doesn't have anything to do with <laughs> what we were with talking fingerprints. about. fingerprints. But... No. Why were we talking about finger? Why were we talking about that? Because oh lord! Okay, a rabbit hole happened in my mind. It did. Kay went down a rabbit hole all by herself. Okay, I did. Oh, goodness, I'm so sorry. I just yawned hugely. Um, hmm. why are you apologizing? I had a long day. <laughs> I don't know. I had a really long day. Okay, it was a good day. It was just long, and I worked yeah. hard. So tired good in a good you. way, but still tired. Still tired. I will probably a thousand percent crash as soon as we're done recording tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, let's talk about fingerprinting and how okay. it came to be, shall let's we? Let's do it. Yes. Okay. So, this is my new favorite website called How Stuff Works. And, nice. Um, uh, this is an article called How Fingerprinting Works by Stephanie Watson. Nice. Thunk. So, let's talk about history, shall Thank we? You, Stephanie. Yeah. Of course. Yes. Stephanie, we love her. Okay. So... <clears throat> Oops. Sorry. Had to switch hands. Okay. So there are records of fingerprints being taken many centuries ago, although there weren't nearly as they weren't nearly as sophisticated as they are today. Um, yeah. Apparently, the ancient Babylonians pressed the tips of their fingertips into clay to record business transactions. Ooh. Uh, Super cool. Wow. Uh, the, the Chinese used ink on paper finger impressions for business and to help identify their children. So, of course, you know, the Chinese are ahead of everyone on everything because that's yeah. what they do. Um, <laughs> that's funny. I talk about them in a later episode of Crooked News. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, listen to Crooked News. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, however, f- wait, which one? What? And an, Have we uh, done it yet? No, that's why I said up. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, are you talking about the Yakuza? Because that's Japan and that is racist. Okay. No. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, please oh, do not call me a racist. You voted for Trump, didn't you? No. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> All right. Please However, don't accuse me of that right now. No, I, I know, will right? be I'm murdered kidding. in the street. I'm sorry. I know. Oh, Lord. <sighs> oh. oh god i keep yawning okay <laughs> however fingerprints weren't used as a method for identifying criminals until the 19th century the 1800s for no one yeah those of us yes that are the, a little the 1800s you are correct <laughs> yes good job Kay. you're um, welcome <laughs> in 1858 an englishman named sir william herschel was f- he was working as the chief magistrate of the <laughs> of the Hooghly district in Yungapur, in India. Jesus Christ! I think wine that and, was a. I think, yeah, I think wine and crime are gonna make a T-shirt, a series of merch that says "Get your shit together, England." <laughs> nice. <laughs> because there was a town in one of their most recent stories called Men Love Gardens. That was the name of the town. Okay. And there was also a Men Love Garden South. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> you know, because like all their fucking towns are named like Titty Winkles. And, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Charlesburg. <laughs> yeah. We come here and we have towns literally named Pig. There is a town in Kentucky named Pig, Kentucky. My That's friend's amazing. mother lives there, is born and raised there. And, and these are names. These are real names. We these didn't get very creative. Nope. <laughs> and we also named them after towns that already exist, like London and Paris. Yep. And they are not nearly as exciting as their act- as their counterparts. No. Oh, God. All right. So, in order to reduce fraud, he had the res- he had the residents record their fingerprints when signing business documents. A few years later, Scottish doctor Henry Folds was working in Japan when he discovered fingerprints left by artists on ancient pieces of clay. Oh. This finding inspired yeah, this finding inspired him to begin investigating fingerprints. Of course, it was a Scot. So they're the reason people. we can't get away with anything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> These are well, the guys we need to be mad at. <laughs> yeah. That and DNA. <laughs> I can't just disappear anymore. <laughs> no. God no one can disappear. It. No one we can can't. disappear and start over. No. And that's That is that's the homophobic. one drawback. That is homophobic of all of them. <laughs> because it's I want homophobic. to disappear and start over. <laughs> oh. Do you know that joke where like people that are gay are like... A minor inconvenience happens, and they're like, that's homophobic. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that's hilarious. (laughs) It's really funny. Or, like, people that are trans will be like, oh, that's transphobic of them. (laughs) It's just... (laughs) It's something silly that brightens my day. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Sir, that is racist. Racist. Well, I can tell you're white. Well, I can tell that you're white. (laughs) I miss him. I need to listen to his stand-up again. Chad Daniels, everybody. Chad Daniels. All right. He's wonderful. What's a lubicant? All right. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. So this finding inspired him to begin investigating fingerprints. In 1880, Falds wrote to his cousin, his cousin, the Mm -hmm. famed naturalist, I love it when history cr- crosses, uh, when when there's, you know, uh, what do you call them? Cameos? Oh, shit. So does Remy. <laughs> okay, sorry. So, uh, this is, I love it when history crosses paths with itself. So, um, the famed naturalist Charles Darwin. Oh, the anxious and parts a- guy. Yes. <laughs> and asked him, asked him for help with developing a fingerprint classification system. So, because Darwin was classifying shit okay the way scientists do he was like hey help me classify this stuff so darwin declined of course because he was just too nervous and full of farts yeah Um, episode two everybody i know right yeah uh and also me too i'm just too nervous and full of farts all the time so (laughs) uh so he forwarded the letter to his cousin sir francis galton so galton was a eugenicist, which we do not care for. What's that? By the way. Well, eugenics was bad. Uh, Eugenics was a thing about... um, Oh, how do you describe it? It's kind of like what the Nazis were into, which was um, about, like, the study of whatever the fuck superior traits were. Gross. Okay. Icky. 
nasty. Yeah. But that's it. It was derived, I think, from what this guy studied. So you, um, it, it was like a nasty bastardization of of what this was of what this is. So yeah. Um, wait, maybe not. Is eugenics what they call also what? Alexa, like, what is eugenics? According to Wikipedia, eugenics is a set of beliefs and practices that aim to improve the genetic quality of a human population. Okay, okay. Alexa, stop. I was right. I was right. Okay. <laughs> I first I what is it what is it that they call when like um what black people like the way black people speak? It's like really Ebonics. mean, but like what Ebonics. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry. I was I got those two mixed up and that's a terrible <laughs> thing to do. Wow. Oh, wow. Apologies to the human race. Okay. So <laughs> I'm very tired. I'm very tired. Okay. So um Okay, lost my place. All right. So uh, he collected measurements on people around the world to determine how traits were inherited from one generation to the next. So that is, you know, of course, mm-hmm. innocent enough, but it evolved into a terrible, terrible, terrible thing. Yeah, we that, talked uh, you about know, perpetuated genocide. What? Yeah, we we talked about this in my sociological theory class. Like one of the theorists, I think it was Nietzsche. Um, mm-hmm. some of his theories were bastardized and taken by Nazis and twisted. And, uh, people were very upset by that. And some of the theorists at the time were like, Hey, that's kind of what happens when you put out a theory like that. It can be made to, it can be used for evil or it can be used for good. And right. And then they'll stick your name on it. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. that's what's happened with a lot of stuff. Marxism um, is one of them too. Yeah. All right, so ooh, don't flip yourself out of my lap. Nope, 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 nope. I'll get your toy. Sorry, mom. A- mom asked me one day if I knew um, anything about Karl Marx and what communism was. I was like, Karen, I'm a sociology minor. <laughs> what, what do you think? No, what what's exactly that? do you think I'm doing? <laughs> no, what's that, mom? Where did you go to college? All right, <laughs> enlighten me. YouTube, YouTube <laughs> University. All right. Oh my God, that'll be a thing someday. Anyway, well, it will be. <laughs> I just threw up in my mouth. Okay, so, uh, so he began collecting fingerprints and eventually gathered some eight thousand different samples to analyze, which is amazing, wow. especially in the eighteen hundreds. So in eighteen ninety two, he published a book called Fingerprints, which was very creatively named. Um, <laughs> yes. In which he outlined a fingerprint classification system. So, uh, and that's the first in existence. Wow. So he's not super creative, but he is kind of smart. We got to give him that. Yes. Well, that's the thing (laughs) with scientists. They're not always super creative when it comes to the titles of their things. No. But they spend all their creativity on the actual products. So we can't really hate them too much, but that's pretty hilarious. Fingerprints. They're either not creative at all or super kinky, i.e. Daddy Long Legs. Yes. (laughs) Daddy Long... Daddy. And it's a spider. Yeah. Someone had had an issue there. Okay. So, um... Or like the title's way too long, and it's like the classification of the insta of the instance of hair follicles on the <laughs> on the yeah. mammal known as Rattus norvigicus in the season <laughs> of springtime. By panic at the disco. 
Volume 7. (laughs) 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 Oh, goodness. Oh, we're slap happy. (laughs) All right, so the system was based on um, patterns of arches and loops and whirls. I have heard that, yeah. Yes. Yes, this is all things that we have heard of if we know anything about fingerprinting. So, um, meanwhile, a French law enf- a French law enforcement official named Alphonse Bertillon was developing his own system for identifying criminals. Oh, and the Lord. ball of mystery. It tells you Berti- who the criminal is. Yes. Oh god, it's called Ugh. The Bertillonage? Bertillonage. He made it up with his name in the title. Oh, or yes. Anth- or anthropometry. Okay. Is another word for it. Um, was a method of measuring heads, feet, and other distinguishing body parts. Oh, so it had nothing to do with fingerprints. Um, but I think and that's kind of what like, FBI agents use when they're like looking at um, security cam footage. Yes, could to, be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, this is not foolproof because there are lots of people with the same size head. So, yeah. <laughs> the same size feet. That's why we have standardized <laughs> shoe sizes. So, um, these, quote, spoken portraits enabled police in different locations to apprehend suspects based on f- specific physical characteristics. So, I mean, it's not like an exact science, but it's also a way of narrow. It's more of like a way of to narrow down your suspect pool. Yeah. I saw a tall man with big feet and a giant head. You're like, okay, well, it's not short <laughs> Joe. Short Joe? That's so rude. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's not this guy because he's five si- He's five foot two. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. It's Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so the British Indian police adopted this system in the 1890s, you know, back when Britain still owned India. And they had to put their names in front of the Indians. How fucking rude. Yeah, they're rude people. Yeah. They gave it all up, though. You know, it's not it's not like here where we just like have territories and don't give them rights and then say they're a part of our country, but they're not because Mm -hmm. we don't want to change our stupid flag. All right. It's the dumbest reason to not incorporate a territory I've ever heard of. All right. The flag won't be symmetrical. Fuck you. Then let it go. All right. Around the time. flag. It's time for a new one. It is. Oh, my God. (laughs) Sorry. She just farted on my arm. (laughs) (laughs) Honey. Apparently she farted a whole bunch today at my mother-in-law's house and it scared her. Oh. <laughs> she scared herself with her own farts. Have you ever seen those videos of dogs that like scare themselves yes. awake with their farts? Yes. It's so funny. I love it. It's the most <laughs> joyful thing. It's so pure. <laughs> oh god, it's like have you ever watched videos of people startling babies? No. Oh, it's adorable. All their limbs <laughs> stick out. <laughs> all the, all oh. four limbs just like go, ah! <laughs> it's, it's so funny. Mom and I I've have done it got... to my kid before. Oh. 
mom and I have gotten into watching uh, news bloopers. And we watched, oh, yeah, that's good times. Yeah, we watched them for hours on like Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. But yep. um, there's this one that kept popping up. And this guy, he came up to this baby that kind of looked like Albert Einstein. And the baby looked like so offended. And he was just making fun of him. And all of a sudden, the baby started crying. And he, like, ran away. And he's oh. like, oh, my God, I love that kid. I didn't mean to make him cry. <laughs> and the anchors <laughs> at back at the station, they were like, good job, Jeff. Like, <laughs> <laughs> making that child oh. cry. <laughs> Poor baby. He was so upset. That's so funny. He had the craziest hair and like an old man face. It was so funny. Oh, that's adorable. (laughs) All right. You ready? Yeah. All right. Around the same time, Juan. Oh, no. (laughs) Juan. Oh, no. (laughs) This. I'm trying to. Oh. Vucetich? Sure. A police officer in Buenos Aires, Argentina, was developing his own variation of a fingerprinting system. So everyone was doing this at the same time in various corners of the world. They, like, all got there together. That happens with a lot of things. Yeah, it was kind of hilarious. And then people are like... People are like, no, I invented it. No, I invented it. And it's like, you did independently. The internet doesn't exist. Oh, my God. (laughs) Stop measuring dicks. Okay. So, in 1892, Vucetich, Juan is what we're going to call him because I don't know how to say his last name, Mm -hmm. was called in to assist with the investigation of two boys murdered in Nakachia, a a village near Buenos Aires. Suspicion had fallen initially on a man named Velasquez, a love interest of the boy's mother, Francisca Rojas. But when when Juan (laughs) (laughs) compared fingerprints found at the murder scene to those of both Velasquez and Rojas, they matched Rojas exactly. She confessed to the crime. She confessed to the crime. This was the first time fingerprints had been used in a criminal investigation. And then we drop the bike. Why uh, Juan called his sister. Uh, I don't have any idea. It doesn't say. That's homophobic of them. I wanted to know. Oh my God, stop. <laughs> Juan called his system comparative dactyloscopy, which is a word. Uh huh. Um, it's still used in many Spanish-speaking countries, so they use his technique. As they should. Cool. Good for them. Yes. So, um, Sir Edward Henry, Commissioner of the Metropolitan Police of London, soon became interested in using fingerprints to nab criminals. In nab. 1896, he... <laughs> nab, yes, because he's British. In 1896, he added to Galton's technique, creating his own classification system based on the direction, flow, pattern, and other characteristics of the friction ridges and fingerprints. Examiners would turn these characteristics into equations and classifications that could distinguish one person's print from another's. Equation. Of Uh, course they had to fucking bring math into it. Can we not do one thing without math? I know, right? (laughs) Fuck you, math. (laughs) <laughs> my psychology classification professor, my psychology what? professor in high school always called it devil worship he's like you will not That's do that so devil funny. worship in this classroom <laughs> <laughs> not in psychology no <laughs> the henry classification system replaced the Ber- 
no, Bertillonage system as the primary method of fingerprint classification throughout most of the world. In 1901, Scotland Yard established its first fingerprint bureau. The following year, fingerprints were presented as evidence for the first time in English courts. And in 1903, the New York State prisons adopted the use of fingerprints, followed later by the FBI. Mm-hmm. Woot woot! Nice. Do we want me to keep going, or are we good with history? I thought the history was the most exciting. Yeah. But we I can talk good. about modern fingerprinting techniques if you want. I mean, it's basically dust and a computer. I think that sums it up quite well. I'm, I'm going to talk a little d- yeah, bit about like, the new systems in my Dust article, in a computer so. should be the uh, the title of this episode. <laughs> uh, that works. I'll write basically it down right du- now. Basically dust and a computer. <laughs> I mean, you know, they take their little white dust. They dust yeah. it. They take the fingerprint with a piece of tape. They stick it on their little card. And then they scan it into a computer system. And it compares that print with other prints they have on file. And if they don't have your prints on file, then they're fucked. There we go. It's named. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I wrote it in my planner. We're all good. That's so funny. <laughs> it's kind of just like DNA. That's why it's important for everyone to submit their DNA to 23andMe and all those, you know, ancestry things and share it with the police. Yeah. Make their jobs so a little a easier so they can actually focus on the things that so are important. So they can solve the crime, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Hey, baby. All right. Shall we take a quick break? Yes. All right. All right. So we're back. We're back. I am halfway through my glass of wine. My hat is starting to spin because I already had a lot of Baileys in that coffee. (laughs) Um. Jealous. (sighs) Yeah, I haven't been drunk in a while, so this is fun. We'll see. Woo woo. <laughs> we'll see how I do reading this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I have got um, three very short shallow dives because for some godforsaken reason, I could find a lot of like cases dealing with like fingerprint solving them, but they didn't want to give me any goddamn information. Um, oh no. Yeah, so these are very short, but I've also got a little bit of background to go into before I go into these, and I tried to go in, like, chronological order of when these were solved. Okay. Um, So, let's dive in. Uh, This first little bit that I wanted to touch on, just before we really got into it, is from FBI.gov, because where else should I go on crime stuff? Um. (laughs) Uh, they don't give me a one author. It's just the FBI wrote this. Um, okay. <laughs> so a cold case is just that. An investigation of a crime, usually a violent one, where all leads have been exhausted and the trail has gone cold. But in recent years, the use of various technologies has begun heating up many of these cold cases, uncovering new leads for investigators and providing justice for victims. Um... Oh, sorry. Um, One immediate technology example that comes to mind is automated fingerprint searching. More precisely, searches of latent prints of violent unknown perpetrators left at crime scenes. Um, The FBI's Integrated Automated Fingerprint Identification System, 
which is the IAFS, IAFIS. It was started in 1999. Um, IFIS? IFIS. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, houses un- it houses known records for approximately 73 million criminal subjects. And it is wow. used... Wow. Yeah. It is used That's daily... A thick database. <laughs> yes. She thick. Um, It is used daily by local, state, tribal, and international law enforcement for current cases, uh, but increasingly for help in solving cold cases as well. And once a year, the Bureau's Criminal Justice Information Services Division, that is a mouthful, um, (laughs) recognizes an outstanding major case solved with help from IFAS. Um, So... One of these that I'm going to talk about, um, this was a case solved by the 2012 Latent Hit of the Year Award winners. Um, It was presented whenever this was written back in 2012. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't give me a date. This was presented whenever it happened. (laughs) Sometime Um, ago. In in 2012. I I don't know what month. This literally gives me nothing except the 2012 Latent Hit of the Year Award was presented last month. What month? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, That's t- hilarious. <laughs> it was presented some time ago when it happened. <laughs> in a time. And a place. In the past. <laughs> <laughs> that was not now. Oh, my God. <laughs> um... So, it was presented to two employees of the Omaha Police Department, Detective Douglas Hero and Senior Crime Laboratory Technician Laura Casey, for their efforts to identify the man responsible for a brutal murder more than 30 years ago. So, I'm going to cut it off there. We're going to come back to that, but I wanted to talk about the IFS before we really dove into these. Is that why um, you didn't want me to get into modern fingerprint techniques? <laughs> I just, it was a little blurb, and it was a good blurb. I wanted to share it. (laughs) You don't need to cover that. We know what it is. Covers it in her own section. (laughs) Well. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. You can do the whole episode if you want. In the future. I'll just sit here and be the the reaction person. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) This is not the first time you've done that. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about something else. It was pretty funny. <laughs> I just, I want to cover has before that. in the past, she has done an entire episode in her own segment after I have given my segment. <laughs> that was also like our third episode. It was. That was insane. <laughs> yeah. I cut sorry. out like two hours worth of content. It was like three hours later and she was still talking and I was like, oh my God, are you done? <laughs> <laughs> I was not even close. It was um, insane. <laughs> so, um, that was just, that was important. And it was important. I'm just giving you shit. Continue <laughs> your segment. Okay. So, um, my first little shallow dive is from uh, history.com. And this is from this day in history, March 27th. 1905. So you, 
your segment cut off at like 1903, so this is in America two years. No, no, no. Just kidding. This is in London two years after that. Um, Okay. The others are in America. So, fingerprint evidence is used to solve a British murder case. Uh, The neighbors of Thomas and Anne Farrow, shopkeepers in South London, discover their badly bludgeoned bodies in their home. Thomas was already dead, but Anne was still breathing. She died four days later without ever having regained consciousness. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Uh, bludgeoning is the worst. Yeah. These these the are fucked. Worst. These are very fucked. It's um, just, oh god. There's so much anger. Which is surprising because we'll we'll get into it. Um the brutal crime was solved using the newly developed fingerprinting technique. Only three years earlier, the first English court had admitted fingerprint evidence in a petty theft case. The Faro case was the first time that the cutting-edge technology was used in a high-profile murder case. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, since the cash box in which the Pharaohs stored their cash receipts was empty, it was clear to Scotland Yard investigators that robbery was the motive for the crime. So why mm. the fuck are they using bludgeoning? If it's just robbery. Like, if it's random robbery. Oh, um, my God. So. Seriously, that's, like, one very pissed... Uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's... That's a lot to unpack. Yeah. <laughs> and analyze. <laughs> um, One print on the box did not match the victims or any of the still tiny file of criminal prints that Scotland Yard possessed. Fortunately, right. a local they milk- had just started doing this. Yeah, <laughs> they had like six other guys. Yeah, <laughs> fingerprints. Uh, fortunately, a local milkman reported seeing two young men in the vicinity of the Pharaoh House on the day of the murders. We need milkmen again. I we want do. the milkman. I wouldn't have had to go to Walmart today if, if <laughs> my milk was delivered to my house. Yeah. I have had a strange obsession with milk, like, the past couple of weeks. I went through an entire gallon of whole, whole milk in a couple of days. Oh, my and God. That, and you know that's not like me. No. Uh, one, whole I'm, milk? Yeah. One, I'm lactose intolerant. But two, that was the... I was craving it something awful. I don't understand. That's crazy. I have Maybe since you had, like, stopped. a weird calcium deficiency or something yeah, for a minute. That or, like, vitamin D... Um, Something. Yeah. So, wow. I, it, it was weird, but I'm not craving it anymore. So, you know, whole milk makes some amazing mashed potatoes, I will say. It does. And macaroni. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's continue with your segment. We yeah. don't have time for this. We don't have time <laughs> to talk about food for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, the milkman, who we all miss dearly, um, <laughs> For some godforsaken <laughs> reason, uh, reported seeing two young men in the vicinity of the Pharaoh House on the day of the murders. Soon identified as brothers Alfred and Albert Stratton, the police began interviewing their friends. Alfred's girlfriend told the police that he had given away his coat the day and changed the color of his shoes the day after the murders. A Ooh, week- that's weird. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Um... A week later... How does one change the color of one's shoes? 
I guess you dye them. Do you, or or he's just like painting his shoes outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what, what you doing? <laughs> Oh, I committed a murder and I can't be seen I in just these shoes. <laughs> felt like having blue shoes today. <laughs> That's odd behavior. <laughs> um also the color of one's shoes. Yeah. Does not mean that your feet are different sizes. So, no. I hope you didn't leave tracks, dumbass. <laughs> no, he just wasn't very smart. He just clearly not at all. Um, Here, take my coat, and I'm going to change the coat. My shoes are blue. They'll never <laughs> find me. <laughs> we all know that criminals don't wear blue shoes. Yeah. They're not going to dig wear any coats. deeper. Oh, the criminal was wearing <laughs> green shoes. Well, my oh, shoes are no. blue. Oh, no. So, obviously, Darn it couldn't have been me. I don't have They'll any They'll never shoes. see through this paint. <laughs> and also, I don't have a coat. <laughs> <laughs> I've never owned a coat in my life. I don't even know what a coat is. What's a coat? <laughs> oh, um, Lord. A week later, <laughs> authorities finally caught up with the Stratton brothers and fingerprinted them. Alfred's right thumb was a perfect match for the print on the Pharaoh's cash box. Hmm. The fingerprint evidence became the prosecution's only solid evidence when the milkman was unable to positively identify the Strattons. Oh, I don't like up. that, though. Yeah. But fingerprint evidence is pretty damning because no it two is, fingerprints yes. are the same. So, I mean, I, I guess they true. didn't know that at the time. But that's, also, that's true. Yeah. Also, though, it's, I don't know. There's a whole lot to do with, like, partial fingerprints mm -hmm. that can look alike a lot. And there's also the fact that they're doing this by eye. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, also, like, you can't, you can never really trust your memory, which is fucked. True. Um, true. And to, Very true. I mean, he was acting really fucking weird. I, I mean, mean obviously outside. he did it. I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, like, <laughs> yeah. devil's advocate too hard. I'm just saying that, ugh, red flag in yeah. modern technology today. Like, you, you need to use the computer. We know yeah. that because uh, our eyes are not reliable. Yeah. <laughs> this was also but obviously this guy's a weirdo who... Yeah, yeah, this guy's obviously a weirdo who gave away his coat and changed the color of his shoes, so... <laughs> yeah. Um, Clearly something was going on. Yeah. Uh, we just don't do it like we did in 90, or 1905 anymore. We just don't. Uh, nope. <laughs> we don't do crazy like that anymore. We do we it don't. more intense. Uh, <laughs> Way more intense. The defense put up expert Dr. John Garson to attack the reliability of the fingerprint evidence. But the prosecution countered with evidence that Garson had written to both the defense and prosecution on the same day, offering his services to both. So he was like, I'm a double Oh my dip. god! What an <laughs> asshole! Yeah. Oh, um. I hate him. <laughs> Uh, the Stratton brothers, obviously not helped by the discrediting of Garson. Thank you, That's Garson. That's the guy who just wants to be, he just wants attention. Just let yeah. me be a part of it. I don't <laughs> yeah. care which side I argue. I just want to be seen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, unfortunately, they were convicted and hanged on May 23rd, 1905. Oh, uh, snap. Life for life, I guess. Um. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, well, I guess then, I for, keep forgetting it was murder. I keep thinking yeah. it was robbery. I'm sorry. They did bludgeon <laughs> two people. Yeah. And then change the color of his shoes. So. But, <laughs> but also, it's kind of fucked that they charged both of them. You only had a positive fingerprint for one. Yeah, that's like, fucked. Um, maybe his brother was like, I, dude, I don't want to fucking do this. Like, you're on your own. Maybe he True. wasn't even there. This this was kind of rude. Um, yeah, that was a lot. So since then, fingerprint evidence has become commonplace in criminal trials, and the lack of it is even used by defense attorneys. Um, so that's fun. I I mean, fun is a word that we can fun. Use. Fun is a word. Um, <laughs> that was a, that was a time. It was um, a time that's, and a place. Yeah. Sometime. In the past. <laughs> when it was presented. Yes. Um. <laughs> Some time ago. <laughs> when it happened. <laughs> Who knows when. <laughs> All we know is that it was a time. Um, so this next one <laughs> is from WPTV.com, which is West Palm Beach TV. Uh, I don't I don't know where that is. It says it's West Palm Beach, and then it tells me it's Delray Beach. I I ain't even know. I think that's Florida. It's on a beach. We don't know. Some um, time ago, <laughs> it, it was it was Florida twenty years ago. Um, oh, 20 years ago. Yeah. Now we have a good time. Uh, this was posted. Wait. Yeah. Okay. This one I need to do last. Sorry. Um, come on, Kay. I know I fucked up. <laughs> I accidentally get your shit together. I moved the tabs and I fucked myself up. Um, so we're actually gonna go to the one that I had kind of started on that FBI article fashioned itself around. Um, but this was more interesting. This gave me more stuff. The other one was just kind of straight and to the point, and I wanted more stuff. Uh, so this is from Officer.com. Uh, this was written by Officer Brendan Rodella, uh, and okay. it was published April 23rd, 2020. Um, okay, we have a date. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> cold case resolutions number three. Oh, this three. is just when it was written. Never yeah. mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do have dates in this one. Um, okay, <laughs> this is more accurate than the FBI. Um, <laughs> Ooh, that's not reassuring. No. Uh, <laughs> cold case resolutions number three so if you want to read this guy's series i guess you can go to officer.com don't really recommend that <laughs> volume seven <laughs> a um, study <laughs> more than one clue if a cold case goes to the supreme court because prosecution can't bring original witnesses is the physical evidence enough to convict um Yes. <laughs> I, <laughs> um, again, this is by Officer Brunden. And he's a little dramatic, but he gives me information, so. He sounds a little extra. <laughs> he is. Um, <laughs> I bring you this column out of my pure fascination with cold cases, forensics, police work, and all things mysterious. Ooh. All things mysterious, are they? Yes. As an active duty police officer, 
I hold an interest in all cases, especially those that bring justice to light in the end. Oh my god, I do not care about this person. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) As a teacher, I am very interested in education. (laughs) Fuck off. Oh my god. He had a I hope you're interested in your job, (laughs) sir. (laughs) Especially as a cop. This man got paid by the word. That's what's Seriously. happening here. Um, oh my god. The purpose of this column. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No. How many times are you going to say this column? No. Uh, what's this guy's name again? I've already forgotten. Officer Brendan Rodella. No, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. Okay. Um, Brandon? Brendan. Brendan. Oh, that's worse. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Brendan. Um, okay. Get your shit together, Brendan. <laughs> so, blah, blah, blah. The purpose of this column is blah, to tell the story of how technology and forensics can play a key role in solving a case, even if it has been cold for decades, giving hope to those who may be in the middle of a tough case that has led to sleepless nights. This oh is kind of. No, yeah. Brendan. <laughs> this is kind of written for other officers. Is but it, again, is it for stupid officers <laughs> who've never heard of crime scenes? I guess so. But here we are. Oh, okay. <laughs> this was the most information I could find. <laughs> so Jeez. I can't, we can't hate on Brendan too much. Okay. Um, so I, I'm going to quit reading that intro. There's nothing of interest there. There's nothing <laughs> of value there. <laughs> he just says column He's a like lot. Writing his thesis. The, pur- <laughs> the purpose of my paper is to do this. Yeah. Um, oh, so we have a date. October 17th, 1978. All right. The 70s. Mm-hmm. The heyday of crime. Yes. 70s and 80s. They need to go to jail. Um, <laughs> Carol Bonnet, an employee of Clarkson Hospital <clears throat> in Omaha, Nebraska. Carol Bonnet? Yes. Okay. Yep. Uh, let's not make too much fun of this person. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. That's just a very funny name. Is it Bonnet or is it Bonnet? Is it two N's or one? Two N's. Oh, okay. So it is Bonnet. All right. Yep. Two R's, two L's, two N's. We got real extra. Oh, my. Yeah. That's a lot of consonants. It is. It's so many. Um, so he's an employee of Clarkson Hospital in Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, failed to show up for work two days in a row. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Knowing Bonnet lived alone, a friend... Um, A friend of his contacted the manager of Bonnet's apartment complex and asked him to check in on his friend. After not receiving a response at the door, the manager peached through the mail slot and observed Bonnet lying face down on the floor. Oh. Obviously concerned for Bonnet's health. (laughs) Yep. One doesn't usually. (laughs) I don't know why that's so fucking... Because Brendan is describing this in the most <laughs> <laughs> ob- 
obviously concerned for his yeah do you think <laughs> I, I added the obviously because just oh you did <laughs> yeah because that's amazing why else would <laughs> what else would Ugh. he's lying face down on the floor he's not me after a minor inconvenience this is a man that works <laughs> in a hospital <laughs> So obviously he's right to be concerned about this man's health. Oh my god. The manager called for an ambulance. This man put call I just want to point out. This man put column twice in his intro and then forgot to put a friend he forgot to put his after a friend of. The sentence read a friend oh, of his no. contacted the manager. He is a contributing editor. He needs to edit his shit. Um yep. Sorry, yeah. Brendan. Um, no, not sorry. <laughs> concerned not for- sorry. <laughs> not sorry. Not sorry. your shit. <laughs> um, concerned for his health, blah, blah, blah. The Omaha Fire Department arrived at the scene. Why- Why the fuck is the fire department arriving first? Um- They usually do. Oh, um, okay. But the manager's <laughs> there. He can open the door. Why did the fire department have to arrive at the scene and gain entry to the apartment? That is nonsense. That is a waste it isn't. of taxpayer dollars. If the if not. the manager is there, he can get into the no, apartment. You can't you can't compromise the crime scene. Oh, okay. I see. Um also the fire department's usually the the fastest to respond and they have like EMTs and stuff that work for them. So it's okay. faster than the ambulance a lot of the time. Okay, I, I, you see, I'm not an officer, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm not an officer either. I just, like... You just like true crime a lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just know things. <laughs> I drink and I know things. <laughs> Actually, you, you don't, don't know that joke right because now. you haven't finished all of Game of Thrones. I do know that joke. I've seen the poster. Oh, I worked at Family at Video. It doesn't... It's not the same. <laughs> I actually did see that episode. It's um, a good one. Yeah. So, upon entry, they observed Carol Bonnet, naked, face down, with a stab wound to his torso, deceased. Uh, okay. Clearly. Clearly he was in trouble. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Omaha I'm police... I'm concerned for his health. <laughs> I am concerned for his <laughs> <laughs> So he wasn't just laying face down on the floor. He there was, was blood. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot going on. The, he's um, leaving out a lot of detail. He he was. He was trying to be too dramatic and it just didn't work. Um, no. Suspense doesn't work. No. <laughs> if you Om- don't know how to use it properly. No. The Omaha Police Department arrived and secured the scene for investigators. He literally made it sound like this dude was just laying face down on the floor. (laughs) He did. Of his own accord. (laughs) And then they were like, uh, sir? (laughs) But clearly he was stabbed, which means he was laying face down in a pool of his own blood, not breathing. (laughs) Yeah. And he was naked. How did you leave that part out, Brendan? Oh, God. (laughs) He was naked. This is quite a spectacle, and he is not painting a picture. <laughs> no. How how did you not let the manager notice that? Let the manager notice things. I God. think Brendan needs a different job besides writing things. 
Well, Brendan has a different job. He should not... He needs to stick to his day job. Yeah, this does not need to be his hobby. Um, No. (laughs) (laughs) You are not Dr. John Watson, sir. (laughs) No. Uh... The normally tidy apartment was in shambles, showing clear signs of a struggle. Obviously. The telephone uh-huh. cord had Someone been Someone stabbed him. Yeah. <laughs> God, we're I such think there assholes. was a struggle. <laughs> I promise we're not making fun of Carol. We're making no, I'm making fun, fun of, of the Brendan. dude who wrote this. He's yes. terrible. <laughs> um, again... I didn't love this article, but this was the most information I could find. Um, It's fine. I'm enjoying it immensely. He's bad at this. Um, Oh my god, you're about to laugh so fucking hard. Um, I'm so excited. The telephone cord had been severed, seemingly in an effort to prevent Bonnet from calling for help. Really? You think? Really? No. Is that why one cuts phone lines? He did it just to inconvenience him. And that's why he was just to keep him from calling for help. Oh my God. Um, Newspapers were strewn about. Aren't you glad? Sorry. Newsflash. This is why cell phones save lives. You can't fucking cut the phone lines to a, to a cell phone. Exactly. Um, Ugh, landlines were shit. (laughs) Newspapers were strewn about on the floor and coffee table, and three towels sat next to the victim. That's weird. Yeah. A a note taunting police was found near the body. It read... Oh. Oh, no. I can't say this with a straight face. Oh, no. Is it really dorky? It's really dorky. Um, I am leaving this crime with only one clue. Find it yourself, pig! Three exclamation points. Oh, shit! Dash. Oh. (laughs) Investigators collected the note, the towels, cigarette butts, beer cans, the newspapers, and fingerprints and palm prints from various locations around the apartment. However, with all the evidence collected, there was still no certainty about the one clue mentioned in the note. Sounds like he left a lot of clues. Yeah. (laughs) That's really funny. Yeah. Leave a thousand clues and then tell them you only left one. (laughs) What's the clue? (laughs) What do you mean you left one clue? There There are so many. There was this crazy case that they solved. I think Georgia Georgia was talking about it on MFM a long time ago. It happened Mm -hmm. in Japan and like they have crazy forensics in Japan. Like this dude like took a shit. Yes, 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 yes. I know this case. They Yeah, like took a shit, left Mm -hmm. blood, like all kinds of stuff, like left clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And And they they like know so much about this guy and they still don't know who he is. It's like they have too much evidence or something like that. But it's like wildly solvable. Yeah. The theory is that it was an American. Yeah, because he even had sand from a beach in America in the jacket yeah. that he left. It's insane. Somebody yeah. had to take a poop sample, though. Like, yeah. that poor dude. <laughs> that I, poor personal assistant who had to, like, go through this guy's shit. And, like... <laughs> I would I would quit. Ugh. There, there yeah, would be no bad. poop sample but, taken. Yeah, it's like, he just left so much evidence... Yeah. Fingerprints. Everything. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, okay. That's what this is reminding me of. There's so much evidence and we can't solve it because we don't have, <laughs> he's not in the database or whatever. Yeah. Um. Okay, so it was also discovered that Bonnet's car was stolen. The car was found days later in Cicero, Illinois. Fingerprints were collected from the vehicle with some belonging to Bonnet, obviously, and others unidentified. After processing the prints and finding no match, the case went cold. So that was 1978. It was not picked back up until 2009. Oh my god! Um, <clears throat> in March of 2009, the Omaha Police Department cold case unit reevaluated the reevaluated the fingerprints from the Bonnet murder using the. IFS. Oh my god! Was it his fingerprints? <clears throat> Um, was it, was it Bonnet's fingerprints? <laughs> I don't Sorry, think so. That would have been hilarious. Because <laughs> they mentioned that they had found Bonnet's fingerprints in his car. Oh, okay. So I think that's they... the only thing that would make this the most, like the dumbest. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, we have all these hey. fingerprints. It's the victims. <laughs> it was in his house. He accidentally uh. stabbed himself in the back. Um, Four times. I almost died last night trying to cut butter, and what? that, yeah, that is a warning. If your knife is old, don't use it. <laughs> um, what? Oh my god, Kay. I yeah. don't even want to know. <laughs> yeah, it was a scary moment. I thought I was going to bleed out on my kitchen floor. <laughs> well, wow. While everyone else was doing their own thing. Um, oh no. It, that would have been the perfect way to go, though. I mean, that that would be in line with my life. Yeah, <laughs> um, it would. I die cutting butter, <laughs> and no <laughs> one helps me. What a delicious way to die. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. So. He doesn't really give me. We talk more about the IFS. We don't need to know more. He goes into too much detail. So, <clears throat> the decades-old unidentified fingerprints were matched to IFS to a man named Jerry Watson, and the formerly cold case was assigned to Detective Douglas Hero to follow up on the new lead. So, I will have the link to this article up on our website, um, because they do have a video of the guy that they're talking about here, Jerry Watson. Ew. Yeah, he, this is his interrogation. Um... It's funny. He's like, I know that you can't have evidence that said I did it. <laughs> Obviously, they do. Um, um sorry. <laughs> Why are you here then? <clears throat> so, De Detective Hero had uh, several of the collected items tested for DNA, something which wasn't an option for investigators in 1978. Um, the detective discovered Jerry Watson was serving prison time in Illinois for burglary charges. It oh, was wow. Yeah. It was also uncovered that Watson grew up in Cicero, lived only a few blocks from where the stolen vehicle was found, and in the latter part of 1978, he visited a relative in Omaha. <clears throat> so, this places Watson in the proximity and time frame of the murder. However, more would be needed for a conviction. Detective Hero traveled to Illinois to interview Watson in prison. Um... Mr. Watson confessed to being in Omaha in 1978. However, he denied committing the murder. 
Upon concluding the interview, Detective As Hero... anyone would. Yeah. <laughs> Detective Hero obtained finger and palm prints from Watson, as well as DNA samples. Laboratory technicians were able to obtain full and partial DNA profiles from several pieces of evidence from the 1978 crime scene and matched wow. them to Watson. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. He left more than one clue. Use a liar. <clears throat> he, he is all the way around. Um... <laughs> <laughs> So, in addition to the fingerprints already matched in Iaphus, another palm print taken from the scene was matched to the palm prints taken by Detective Hero. With a mountain of evidence on their side, detectives were preparing to charge Watson for the murder. But the question remained, what was the one clue? (laughs) I still don't know! (laughs) While looking through the items taken from the scene... Detective Hero noticed blue ink scribbled on one of the newspapers found near the body. The scribble was obscuring something written in cursive. Upon further examination, it became apparent the cursive writing was the signature Jerry W. Now armed... So the guy that did it, his name is Jerry Watson, right? Oh, sorry. Okay. I... I I lost it. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. Uh, so now I, armed... You had just said his name, too. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm very tired. Now armed with what the murderer thought was the only clue the pigs could find, the charges were imminent. On November 15th, 2010, Jerry what Watson... What a dumbass. Yeah. Jerry How Watson... How narcissistic do you have to be, <laughs> fucking Jerry? Yeah. To... <laughs> You'll never find the clue. There's no evidence. You can't. I wrote my name on stuff. Wow. Why would you do that? God. No, I didn't do it. Or writes my name I on didn't the newspaper. Do it. There's and no way I did it. Crime scene. God. Along with, also didn't wear gloves and like, yeah. sp- like left my DNA everywhere. Yeah. Idiot. Um, on November 15th, 2010, uh, Watson was charged with use of a deadly weapon to commit a felony and first degree murder. He was convicted by a jury on August 25th, 2011. And exactly. I'm sorry. Why are those two separate charges? Uh, probably. Can you be convicted for one without the other? (laughs) No, but it's probably like stacking to get as many years as they can in prison. Sure. I'm just saying that's very silly. Yeah, it is very silly. I am charging you with holding a knife, (laughs) being present in a room you were not invited, (laughs) stabbing, killing, and murdering. Like, what? (laughs) Also, you did these things with a weapon, and all of those are felonies, so six more charges for you. What? (laughs) Yeah. That's very silly. <laughs> it is very silly. The law it can be very redundant. But we have to be what, extra. We have to be extra about again? everything. Is it criminal mischief? That's Yes. One. Criminal yes. mischief. Criminal yeah. mischief. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> that is just a broad umbrella of things. I hereby convict you of being mischievous. <laughs> and because that mischievousness was criminal in nature. <laughs> oh my god. 
Um, That's so silly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, he was convicted by a jury on August 25th, 2011. And exactly 33 years after the murder, on October 17th, uh, 2011, Watson was sentenced to life in prison. He would go on to appeal the conviction all the way to the Nebraska Supreme Court, arguing due to the three-day, to the three-decade delay. What? He wrote his name on the paper. Uh huh. Uh, he was arguing the three-decade delay in prosecution. Some key witnesses were unavailable, and thus he was not able to confront these accusers as part of his defense. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, sir. You killed a man. You killed a man, committed grand theft auto. Um, There is no statute of limitations on murder. Three decades means nothing. No. You're just mad you got caught. They took too long. (laughs) Me. They didn't find my clue. You don't get to appeal shit. You don't get to bog down our fucking court system with your nonsense. Exactly. Um, I'm sorry, that comes across the judge's desk, it immediately gets denied. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, the Nebraska Supreme Court, oh, however, upheld the conviction. You're not clever! Sorry, no. I'm not done with Jerry. Fuck Jerry. <laughs> Alright. Um, <laughs> but, they upheld the conviction, citing there was indeed sufficient evidence for a jury to convict Watson. Of course there was! <laughs> Thanks in no small part to Iaphas. He and also, left his shit everywhere! <laughs> yes! He wrote his name on the newspaper! Oh, he's so dumb. He is. Oh, he sucks. He sucks and so does Brendan. I don't like it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay. So this that last was good one. Times though. <laughs> yeah, it was. This last one is written way better. Um, okay. <laughs> this is by Miranda Christian. It was published. Oh, of course. <laughs> November thirteenth, twenty nineteen, and this happened in Delray Beach, Florida. So a twenty-year cold case in Delray Beach was solved with one piece of evidence: a fingerprint. <gasps> Police said Todd. You don't say <laughs> on a fingerprint episode. No, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Police said Todd Barkett. I love it. Uh, Todd Barkett murdered Sandra Better in 1998 at a consignment shop. Barkett is now behind bars for life, and a police credit old and police credit old clues and job and a job application for the arrest. Um, FYI, if you have ever committed a crime, do not apply for a job that requires your fingerprint because you will get found out. Um, Oh, shit. (laughs) Like a background check or whatever? Yeah. This is the only case Delray has ever had that forensics has completely solved the case, said crime scene supervisor David Ackerman. Um, Ackerman said a decorative ball with fingerprints is what helped solve the cold case. Last December, the police department was notified that a fingerprint matched their evidence. Without that fingerprint, we would have never solved this case. Wow. Uh, Police said Barkett had applied for a job near Tampa, and he provided fingerprints with his application. Dumbass. You deserve to get caught. (laughs) Um, Uh Uh-oh, you in the system now, sir. 
his friends were added to the um, IFS, and the match was made. Leighton print examiner Thomas <laughs> Tustin said millions of friends... I love it. Yes. Do not hire! Do not hire! Do not hire, he murdered someone. He's a murderer! Leighton print examiner Thomas Tustin said millions of prints are on IFS, which is technology he uses every day. Tustin was the crime scene supervisor in 1998, and he said he never gave up hope that the case would be solved. Aww. Uh, um, That's sweet. Yeah. But that's really about it. He was stupid and applied for a job after committing a horrendous crime and got caught. Um, Flew under the radar because he wasn't in the system, then entered himself into the system. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And was immediately caught. (laughs) Way to go, Florida man. You gotta stay off the grid if you're gonna murder. Yeah, exactly. That's why the Golden State Killer quit his job as a cop. Yep. Well, no, he was investigated. They were like, we're going to book, we're going to book you. And he was like, "Uh, nope, bye. Then they were like, no, you're fired then. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, okay, okay, bye. (laughs) Okay, bye. You cannot know my life. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's my segment. Good job. Thanks. That's excellent. Thank you. I literally found two of those, like, minutes before we started because i was like i do not have enough <laughs> so, oh my God. and like so i couldn't funny. i couldn't find anything the other night when i was researching and that time i found stuff so you're welcome everyone i love it you're welcome earth all right <laughs> let's play a game okay I have no idea whose turn it is do you I, I think it's mine but i'm gonna let you go first just in case i'm wrong Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So this is our game called If You Had To by Drunks and Under Stupid. So it's basically Would You Rather. So would you rather... <laughs> you're always naked. Oh. Or... <laughs> your height fluctuates by three feet every day. <laughs> I could make that work. I'm going to go with that one. Oh. Uh. I mean, it doesn't. You just have say... your tall day clothes and your and your regular day clothes. But also the kind of like fat one, pants. The naked one. It doesn't specify that you ever have to leave your house. Oh, uh, that is true. So I think but I'm gonna in go... life one does. So. Okay, but what if you're I gonna don't... make it that you don't ever leave your house? Yeah. Okay, you leave your house every day. (laughs) And you know what? I would love to not to. That's true. (laughs) So I would just, I would deal with it. I would rather be naked. You would be naked? Okay. It doesn't say that (laughs) I can't wrap a blanket around myself. It doesn't say. I don't (laughs) think that that counts. (laughs) Anyway, what's bringing you joy? Uh, I am sewing a lot, and I am also learning how to do embroidery, and I'm actually pretty good at it, if I do say so myself. So, good job. Yeah, um, that's, that's bringing me a cool. lot of joy. Yeah. Oh, 
Oh, and also I have a new job. (laughs) Yay! Income! Yes. With a very dear friend. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is fantastic. I texted him and 30 minutes later I was hired. That's amazing. Yeah. My new hire. Pull your resources. Yeah. My new hire packet literally just came in. I've been waiting on it all day. Yeah. Yay. I'm renovating a house. I'm very, very tired, but I'm really excited. Hopefully we'll move in a couple weeks. I'm so excited for you. we're, We're moving along at a pretty good pace, so... Good. Fingers crossed. Yay. Yep, that's pretty much it. And I have a child who makes every day a good day, so. <laughs> She's so So fun. far. So far, so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won't get ahead of myself, but. Terrible oh, twos right. and terrible well, threes will get you. Yeah, probably. But even those times have their good good moments, I'm sure. Yeah. I was a terrible three. I was an angel until I was three. That's funny. Apparently, yeah. I was just awful. My mom told me the other day that, like, I never took a bottle. And I was like, what did you do? Didn't you work? <laughs> and she was like, yep. And I was like, I, I don't understand. <laughs> I um. She was like, I, p- I could get out enough to give you to the people at the nursery at church. <laughs> so I could go to church. And I was like, that sounds awful. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, and why did you want more children? (laughs) She just kept going on and on. And I was like, okay, so apparently I was awful. (laughs) I was also awful because I was not socialized. I did not meet other children until I was like, until I was three. And I didn't know how to interact with people because one, I didn't talk until I was like late in my third year of life. Um, Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, and, like, my grandmother took me to a family gathering, and apparently I stomped on this man's foot, unprompted, and um, bit another child. Oh, my God. (laughs) We no longer speak to that family, and I think part of that was me. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) it sounds like it's exactly why. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I was also three. (laughs) True, you were also a child. Oh, Lord. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, we could go on into this <laughs> rabbit hole for a long time, but we should probably say bye. So yeah. thank you guys so much for listening. We love you. Please stay safe. Get vaccinated. And yes. remember, you are not a monster. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Talk Crooked. Music is by Gisla Niebach. Check out our website, talkcrooked.wixsite.com slash podcast for sources and visual aids, as well as resources to get involved. To keep up with our nonsense and stay up to date on all things Crooked, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook at Talk Crooked. To keep the shots coming, access ex- exclusive bonus content, get a free poster, and a shout out on air, head on over to our Patreon. All links can be found on our website. You can listen to us basically anywhere you get your podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you have interesting stories relating to our content, please send them to talkcrooked at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on the show. For business inquiries or sponsorships, please email us at carryandkbusiness at gmail.com. See you next time.